We caught up with uh, Gary Watazic the other day, who relocated Cyrus One here, and of course getting bought out by for fifteen billion dollars by Colbert Kravis Roberts. Talked to him about his new business, the recreational realty business, but his old business is fascinating too. We invited him to come back. Gary, it's good to spend some more time with you. Thank you. Sure, Dave. Good to uh, good to be back again. So uh, let me go back to your old business, Cyrus One, the, the the data center business. I think I told you the first time we met, the first time I'd ever heard of a data center, there was an old shopping center at LBJ and uh, Webb Chapel, and Montgomery Ward had left and everything else, and they turned it into a data center, and then all of a sudden they're cropping up everywhere. Is this is this still a growth business? Oh, it's, it's gotten, it's gotten even bigger <laughs> and, and, and it's not just limited to the U S now, Dave, it's actually, uh, uh, the biggest opportunity in growth in the data centers is really outside of the U S. Um, and you know, if you think about it now, I mean, the, the internet's been around for about 30 or 40 years along with cell phone and, and yet 40% of the world isn't on the internet yet. And so, uh, so if you think about all the folks in Southeast Asia and Africa and Latin America, that's where all of the new growth is uh, in the data center space as all those folks get digitally connected. But the security, I mean, if I were if I were somebody that really wanted to do harm to the United States, well, for any country, but let's say for the United States, I'd go target a data center because you have not just one, but all these other businesses all in there at once. And, and we've proven you disrupt you know, data flow, and you can just shut down business. We've seen airlines shut down because of this. Oh, for sure. Yeah, no, it's, it's, they're definitely high, uh, high risk assets, high value targets for, uh, for folks that have nefarious, you know, intentions. Um, but on the flip side, I mean, you know, with all the different technologies as well, you have distributed computing technologies, data that sits in various data centers all over. So it's really hard to know specifically how much damage you're going to do to an intended target uh, unless you have a really good insight in terms of how their how their data processing and networking is really uh, is really set so up so you do and, you oh, have redundancy redundancy oh they have redundancy and data i mean every every major hyperscale you know customer out there has multiple facilities where their data is backed up into typically um you know, three three different data centers. So if one fails, you have data at two other uh, two other facilities. You know, the other thing is you got to keep everything cool, not only secure, but but you know, it's got to be climate controlled and that sort of thing. And I would think that with escalating energy prices, the location is important. Do you do you try to put these where energy is cheap? Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, so there, the three things that are in a data center that the primary drivers, one is, is reliability, two is security, and then the third is cost and, and the power component. And, and that's where everyone is, is going to. Actually, I've been working a lot with Talon Energy uh, down in Houston, and they've built the first data center next to a nuclear plant up in uh, Pennsylvania, specifically <laughs> to, to, to a, you know, enable them to attract sure. like, really like you can run an extension power. cord or something. No, that, that's exactly it. It's really low cost power. It's clean energy. Um, it's zero carbon. Uh, and so it's uh, it's really interesting, but uh, the energy component for data centers is something that is, 
is going to be a much bigger problem for companies and for actually for the globe to deal with over the next uh, over the next decade. And and Talon has done a fantastic job trying to think through that puzzle and position themselves to uh, to win in that space. You know, this it strikes me this is not dissimilar from what I hear about these cryptocurrency mining centers that are cropping up. Um, you know, a, a secure facility, you know, well maintained, and the price of energy becomes important. Yeah, the, the crypto miners are have the same the same business you know proposition or challenges that the oil miners do, right? So if the variable cost of mining a Bitcoin is more expensive than than the profit that you make on it, you stop doing it, right? And it's all on that variable cost. And the biggest variable cost in a Bitcoin miner is energy cost, and uh, and so, uh, so they're always in search of low-cost energy uh, solutions uh, for what they're uh, what they're doing. I'm surprised you didn't get into that business. That would seem like a logical extension. You know, I I was approached to to run a couple of those companies and to go back into data centers. And you know, I had a great run at Cyrus One. We built a a small company that was 500 million dollars, which is being sold for 15 billion. So it was, I did everything you could possibly want to do there, and. I really wanted to do something different <laughs> and my new my new RV business is really exciting to me and it's a lot of fun and that's keeping me uh, that's keeping me thrilled but I spend I'm on the boards of of data center companies in China I work with Talon Energy where I'm actually one of my my colleagues at Cyrus One is starting the largest data center development in the world in Merlin uh, right now uh, like a 2000 acre development and uh, and so I'm still involved in the industry, consulting and advising, but but I don't have to drive the business any longer. I'm, I'm focused on my own. Uh, yeah, my no, own. no, no, no. I don't, and I'm surprised that you had the opportunity anyway. I mean, I this would logically seem to be something IBM or or the old you know EDS should have done. Yeah, oh, oh, I I. You mean on the Bitcoin mining side? Well, no, 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 no. I'm talking about in the data center that that oh that, yeah, well, they where it came it. from. Yeah, oh, absolutely. They all had the data centers. They just never, they never really kind of looked at it from a pure infrastructure utility play. And I think that was the difference, right? They were looked at that as the ends and the mean to provide other services, uh, and not so much as as it as a utility. And that's you know, I think digital you know, the digital infrastructure in general is not really much different than water and electric. It's, yeah. it's just another type of utility now. And I think over the next 10 years, you'll, you'll see a continuation of, uh, of that trend. It's, it's not slowing down. It's, it's actually accelerating now. Well, it's fun to see where you see opportunity and, you know, you generally do pretty well when you pursue it. Uh, Yuri Watanzik, of course, is now the CEO and founder of Recreational Realty. And I'm sure there'll be another, you're a young man. There'll be another one along the way too, right? We're going to see. It's been a lot of fun. All right. Thanks for the time. We appreciate it. For more of our conversation, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.